Welcome to the Coaching Skills for Leaders podcast with Jana Henderson and Neil Thubron. The purpose of the podcast is to help leaders anywhere develop their coaching skills to transform the lives of those they lead as well as their own. <laughs> Since we are talking about questions, I'm going to just ask that question. Okay. What, is the so, what is the so what of today's episode, Neil? So I think the so what is that questions, powerful questions, and or asking questions is the core superpower of coaching mm-hmm. that if leaders learn how to do it really well, it will transform the interactions they have with their people, with their customers, uh, with their boss and with their peers. Agreed. What kind of questions do you see a lot where you kind of like roll your eyes a little bit at the moment from leaders? Um, oh, I mean, so, so some of the worst questions you see are, why is it that way? <laughs> yeah. Anything that starts with a why when a problem why? is brought into the room, you yeah. know, an employee comes in and says, you know, I've got this issue. Why? Why have you got that issue? Yeah, now that's a that's it's easy dreadful questions like that. Um, yeah, so the, I guess that anything that starts with a why would be the first thing that comes to yeah, mind. Yeah, it puts the person in defense mode, right? Like it's like a, oh, you know, you're standing with your back on the wall and you're like, oh. Um, so yeah, we really uh, we are going to talk a little bit more about really you know much more advanced, masterful questioning skills because we do think that. Uh, as effective leaders, you want to tell less and ask more fundamentally, right? Because it puts people into more engaged mode and you're, you're getting more commitment from your people. Um, and it really is just kind of as a, as a humble stance to take, isn't it? For, you know, not believing that you know all the answers all the time, if you're truly then listening, which we'll get to next episode, I'm sure. <laughs> Go on. So, no, I, and I think the it, by asking questions, you can really understand what's needed in that situation or that problem or that person really needs because if you just hear the statement without asking some questions without digging deeper you might be fixing the it's like a, say a doctor someone turning up to the doctors and saying you know i've got a sore arm i say, well what you need is a plaster cast on it but without asking some more questions without doing a bit more forensic examination you're never going to get to the right uh, solution Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think really, really powerful questions do focus on, in a way, kind of creating an an observation for the person themselves. What's their internal and external reality? What kind of solutions could we be finding? And then also, they, I think really good questions are committing them to taking action and improve the situation, right? Like it's, it's a, it's a kind of a question that leads to a result, right? Not to confirming what you think you already know. Which is the difference of not yeah, saying. and and so you have to listen. You have to ask a question and want to listen to the answer rather than ask a question to confirm what you think the answer is. Yeah, totally, totally. And and so, while really good coaching questions are always uh, bringing to the surface um, some more information and some more detail, like you were just alluding to with with the arm hurting, they generate options, and we want to make. Um, progress, right? That's the whole point. You're asking the question to create progress in a productive kind of a way, rather than uh, talking more about the story of what's going on, right? Like you were saying, this employee comes in and, and you're, if you're asking, oh, you know, why did you do that? Or 
why, how did that happen, right? Like it's, it depends on also where the person's coming from that's asking the question, which we'll come on to in a second. But in, in terms of like um, business and sales, I just wonder like um, what kind of questions do you think are uh, really, what's kind of, what are the features of really good questions in a business and sales content? Uh, so actually it goes back it goes back to some of the the it's like coach questioning 101 hmm. uh, I think which is you know there are two types of questions there are open and closed questions mm-hmm. and the best types of question in any situation business or um and and one of the core skills of coaching is to ask great open questions mm-hmm. um, but but what I, so when I'm teaching sales training with people, I run an exercise that looks at open and closed questions, and I get them to ask just closed questions, mm-hmm. and then I get them to practice asking both questions. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, people revert back to asking closed questions, even when they can ask an open question to find mm-hmm. something out, or they ask an open question and close it by mm-hmm. asking something and then giving the person options. So yeah, the great questions. Great in bi- that's Sorry. a really good point. People do that all the time, right? Yeah, and it's something to be. And and what what I find is you have to be really thoughtful and conscious of the question you're asking. The question is, uh, you know, I see great questions coming from people who are feeling their way through the thought of asking a question in a really intelligent, thoughtful way. Um, and they're not just throwing a question out there. They're really thinking that's a great question. Um, so it's a question that, so in answer to your question about business, it's an open question. Mm-hmm. It's an open question that wants to find out more mm-hmm. about how they can help that person uh, move forward. Yeah. And I, I think one thing that's actually something that you just kind of mentioned in a way is that it's important to only ask one question at a time, right? I think I see often that people either do what you just described, right? So they're raising the question about a project progress or, you know, something that's going on with a customer. And then either they close the question by what you're saying, giving options, or they're just asking more and more and more questions. And so the person gets all confused as to what to even answer. So we definitely want to avoid that. And, um, I, I was wondering if we, for those people who aren't quite so fully aware, um, because it's so easily done to ask closed questions, if we can yeah. give some examples of closed and open questions, what kind of things could we think about? Um, uh, so, yeah, okay. I mean, in a business environment, a, a, yeah. you know, a closed question would be, um, you know, an employee comes in and says, uh, I've got this issue. Mm-hmm. And, they, and someone would say, well, have you tried this or this? Yeah. You know, so that so so you basically you're projecting your options for a solution onto mm-hmm. the question that was brought to you. I guess yeah. that's that would be a good example. And that, and I love the the opposite of that for me. Would like as an open question would be like, what's the real challenge here for you? Mm. Right? So you kind of go and dig deeper. What do they really want? Um, if the situation were perfect, what would it look like? Or what's standing in your way, right? Like all of these are not just open questions, but also opening questions, right? They kind of give scope to more uncovering. Um, yeah, I totally Wait. agree. And, that, and you know, the, the, the clue is in the name. You know, mm-hmm. the, it's called an open question because it's opening up the conversation. Yeah. It's opening up the thought process of the person you're asking it to. And I, um, I think if, if only, you know, you kind of stick to 
um, questions that start with what usually tend to do that. How, sometimes, who, when and where also. But if you're really stuck and stumbling, then definitely start with what. Because the moment you start with have you or did you, that tends to be a close question, doesn't it's it? a close question, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's definitely a good way to catch yourself out there as well. Mm. Yeah, what else? What else so do I we think need? one of the things that you said a minute ago, and it just made yeah. a thought in my mind is, it's and, and we see this when we're training people in this yeah. is people feel uncomfortable asking an open question so they've spent a long time thinking of the right question they ask an open question and then they don't wait for the answer yes and that pause is such a powerful piece of asking great questions because mm-hmm. if you've, you've got to give the person a chance to think yeah and it implies doesn't it that you really hold, you know, you know, I'm like I harp on about um, how it's important to come from this perspective of being or the stance that we're taking or the stand that we're taking as we're asking questions. So, you know, it really implies when you're pausing that you are willing to actively listen, which we'll talk more about in the next episode. Um, but really, you don't assume that you have all the answers at the ready, right? Like you really are curious as to the resourcefulness of the other person. You, you take, um, you take them as whole and as just as competent, right? I think as a leader, it sometimes is so easy to think, well, I might as well just do it myself, right? Like I'm just, I'm just gonna, it's so tempting. I mean, how many people do we talk to (laughs) that just want to quickly get it done? Um, but it also closes the opportunity for the person to be really seen and creative and resourceful um, to come up with their own solutions. And actually, that's that that's a, a really, really important point about the time it takes. So a lot of the things I hear when I'm teaching questioning skills or and we've seen it when we're teaching coaching uh, leaders to coaching skills to leaders around questioning is, yeah, but it's going to take a long time to ask a lot of open questions and help the person, Mm. the employee or the customer. Uh, I had it this morning, actually, a great example this morning. I was coaching a really good sales director I work with, and he was saying, look, I'm really struggling. I I tell him about the value. I ask them questions about this and that, but I'm really struggling to get get them to pick up. They're nodding their heads and they're getting it. He said, Mm. I said, well, what would happen if you ask them a question? about what they need what would happen if you ask them yeah but it's going to take too long i've only got 30 minutes in these sessions Mm. but actually that 30 minutes could be completely wasted if you haven't asked the question to understand what they really need and Mm. i think that's one of the challenges leaders have to have is you've got to accept that it might take a little longer by Mm. asking questions to help an employee or your boss or your peers understand how they can and the, the word you use with resourcefulness how they can unlock their resourcefulness so that you end up with a, a permanent solution, which has mm-hmm. commitment, not compliance. Agreed. And it's probably a better solution mm-hmm. than if you ask closed questions or tell them what to do. Totally. I could not agree more. And really what stands out to me, you know, it, yes, I get that it may take a little bit more time at the beginning, but as you get more efficient at asking really, truly powerful questions, you're going to be saving a lot of time because you're going to get to the core of what the issue actually is much, much faster, as opposed to just projecting and assuming from past experience, right? Like we're so quick to say, oh yeah, that, that was a problem before and this is how we resolved it. 
but actually this time might be different. So, you know, as, as opposed to going from that projection perspective, it's, it's open questions will for sure lead to the core issue much more directly, I think. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, even if we're just asking, okay, well, what's important about accomplishing this right now? What is significant about this thing? What do you think would be helpful to achieve the thing that you want to do? Like all of these kinds of questions lead, give the power back to the person, which is what we want to do. We want to delegate. We want to empower our people, right? Like that's, that's the whole point. And sometimes it's as simple as what else? I love that question. It's so, yeah. so short and so easy, but gosh, you know, so many times the person's like, oh, actually there's something else. And then there's something else, you know, mm. you could be asking just that question and get really far, can't you? Um, and, and, and the thing I love about what else question is it, is, it assumes there is something else. Exactly. And, and, and when you ask it, it's not immediate to the person that they and I, I actually had it this morning. It's the same thing is you ask what else and they look around and think there must be something else. Where is it? I'm trying to find it. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and then they find it and they go, oh, yeah, actually. And this might be a solution to that or this mm-hmm. might be. Mm-hmm. And so and that unlocks a new pathway then completely. Totally true. And the same goes for here's another one I really like, you know, especially when you're in a position where you're the receiving at the receiving end of somebody stating a problem, right? Like, so they're coming into you, like you were saying, this is the problem. And rather than diving straight into solution mode, which we all love to do yeah. and give our advice to just say, Hey, uh, okay, thank you. What would you like to happen now? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because imagine that in the, the person that was just whinging and whining about something, whatever it was, then they're like, Oh, well, what do I want to happen now? It's like a complete, it's a, it's a reframe, right? We were just teaching people yesterday about reframing um, in our, in our masterclass of coaching skills for leaders. And, and that's a really, really simple way to do that because they're going from complaining or, you know, problem focused thinking to, okay, well, what do I actually want to happen now? Cause it may very often, like it, sometimes the people just need validating, right? Like it's just as simple as, yeah, I can really see how this is a problem for you. They may not ask for validation, but they may say, oh, I'm not sure, you know, because mm. they may already realize that you're not going to be the one helping them solve the problem, that they may need mm. to talk to someone else. But it's definitely more empowering. So Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, so so when we talk about powerful questions, because, you know, they're, they're, I'm a big believer that um, hunting for great questions is a, it's like sifting through you know, soil and finding golden nuggets. There are great <laughs> questions out there and you hear them and 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 you know when you've been asked great questions because it stops you in your tracks and makes you completely step back and think. Um, what would be your advice to mm-hmm. leaders to help them find and, um, yeah, find and keep and uncover or build great, powerful questions for themselves? I love that question. Well, First of all, listen to our podcast, obviously, right? (laughs) (laughs) Come into our training sessions too. Um, And, you know, if you are working with a coach, that's also a fantastic resource, right? Whenever you're kind of going like, I love it when people go, oh, Yana, that's a really good question. I'm thinking, yeah, that's because it's my job. (laughs) And so I, you know, I do think that that is very, very powerful too, but otherwise it might be coming from podcasts. It might be coming from team meetings. It might be coming from books. 
you know, it might be something that just comes out of your mouth and you're like, oh, that was a good question. You know, that brought a good result. So I, I love that. And if you cannot think of any, any question to ask at some point, I would always, always, always begin with, okay, what would you like? Right. Because it puts the focus on the other person and the other person's mind on, okay, well, what do I actually really want here? What do I want? What do I like? You know, whichever way that, that sounds good to you. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, where else I know, you know, I know some people who keep a literal uh, journal, like a, a like a, a little book of questions, you know, um, if you even just Google great coaching questions, you'll come up with whole books about them. You know? yeah. So there are plenty, but it's, it doesn't always mean that, um, that they will apply to your situation. Yeah. I've got them in Evernote, actually. I, I, whenever I hear a good one, I add to them. And I think one of the things you've got to be searching for them. So your antenna's got to be up and you've got to be looking for them. Right. Um, and I think the, yeah, I think the key thing though, I guess is about, how you turn up to ask this question because a great question will come a powerful question will come if you really care about trying to help the person in front of you if your mind is how can i help this person overcome this situation that's when a powerful question will come from within anyway yeah let's talk a moment about this stance right because yeah. I, I do agree that this is almost more more important than the actual question you'd be asking so i think you know when we're working with leaders especially in one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions we do talk a lot about the stance that they're bringing to the meetings the stance they bring to work um to encounters with you know peers stakeholders team members uh, as well as customers, yeah, we and and themselves even, you know, mm -hmm. powerful questions are also great directed at the self, and and really, I think one of the mm -hmm. most important parts here is to have almost like an a, you know an empty cup or a beginner's mindset, you know, I guess mind mindset if you will, um, that allows for space to be filled in the first place, <laughs> you know, as in. You don't want to come to ask the question knowing the answer or expecting a specific answer. Mm. And I do believe there's um, a humility in that, a patience, presence, um, love and care, like you were alluding to. You're really caring about the person. And if I think, you know, if you're struggling to be in that space in a daily you know, uh, uh, on a daily basis, then just even taking like two breaths before you're asking or before you're really like diving into an issue can bear, can be just creating this pause, right? We have as humans, this benefit of having a stimulus, then a pause, and then a response. We don't go from stimulus to response straight away. So really make use of that and like expand that to as much as possible because Sometimes the person doesn't even need to be asked a question. They just need your presence and, you know, being listened to and validated. And, and actually, it's a really good point because you know, if we're talking, you know, this is about helping leaders, coaching skills for leaders. Yeah. And, and actually, you might not be in the right place at that moment in time to actually mm -hmm. ask the right question, to be in the right frame of mind mm -hmm. to ask. So be, I guess, be aware of that as well, that, you know, am, am I best placed at this moment to help this person with uh, by asking them great questions and supporting them or do i need to say look i'm in the middle of something five yeah. minutes i'm yours and then you totally get totally love that right. 
Yeah, to just check in with yourself. That is a really good point, I think, for the person to realize where they're at. Because if if you're currently feeling stressed and angry, you're probably not in the most resourceful, kind, compassionate, and patient <laughs> position either, you know, to be doing this kind of work. But again, it will save you time if you can take five breaths and finish what you're doing and come back to that person, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think so the you know what we've been talking about here is is the this the importance of questions and i'm sure we're going to keep coming back to it because it comes up in every single coaching model every coach well all coaching conversations are all about asking questions and and i think um and and the the fact that this isn't just about employees it's about asking questions and how you help and support your peers your boss your customers any human interaction you have mm-hmm. and I, I i i think probably it's for another podcast because I think this is a really important distinction when we're working with leaders is you know and I've learned this from you is about coaching the person not the story yes it feels to me like that's a whole other podcast for us to do yeah we probably will I think because we're all so fast to dive into elaborating and diving yeah just talking more about the story that what, what we call the story is like this you know this is a problem this is a problem then this happened and then that happened but when we're working with the individual as leaders we want to we want to make sure we understand in our own minds about okay, why are they telling me this, right? You don't have to, you don't want to ask that question, but you do want to think like, why are they telling me? What is making, what is this? Why is this a problem for this person, right? Because in order to transform them and really truly resolve the issue, you're going to want to work with the person, not with the story. It's not about the, the another issue with the customer, right? It's really about helping the person figuring out how they're creating these issues with the customer (laughs) that makes sense and and really there's one more thing that i feel like is really important to mention here neil which is that um i almost just called you my husband chris oh my goodness we're talking too many times i'm talking more with you than i'm talking with him i'm your your zoom husband (laughs) (laughs) my work husband my work husband for sure so um we is this intent right like so i wanted to know or i wanted to Mm-hmm. let's see how I can explain this. So I do think it matters entirely what we're aiming towards or what the intent of the question is, because say, for example, there's a huge difference between what's standing in your way and what could be great about this. Like say just those two, right? Like one would really give you what's standing in your way will give you all the drama, all the things, all the reasons why they can't do it. You know, and sometimes that might be useful because you can be like, okay, and what have you tried? Da, 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 da. But actually what you're getting out of a person when you're asking that sort of question is just more of the problem, more of the story. Mm-hmm. When you're looking at what's great about this, the focus, again, we're reframing, right? It goes to actually, okay, well, this is the opportunity to resolve this once and for all or whatever. You know, it may it may not come so easily, but it's definitely a different intent when we're focusing our question. We're sort of leading, right? We're leading by following a little bit most of the time. But in this case, it's a very leading question to be pointing towards what could be done, what could be helpful. Why yeah, is this yeah. important to be resolved now? As opposed to tell me more about why this is a problem. And I think that's about um, coaching for the outcome in the future that the person wants rather than coaching or asking questions about the past because the past has happened and yes there's stuff to learn from that and there's things that 
But what, so what does that mean? And what can that, how can that support you going forward? How do you want to move forward yeah. now what you know? So there's yeah, I think that's example, a really good point. There's one example that just comes to my mind that we recently talked with a, um, a, one, a mutual client of ours about, which was, you know, where a situation where um, they're, uh, they're talking to a customer, the boss gives a discount, you know, promises a discount to this customer and the team lead or the, the, you know, the lead for that product line is a little bit taken aback because you know, they didn't authorize the discount. They didn't want to give a discount, et cetera. And in this kind of situation, you know, it'd be easy to talk more about, you know, the discount, but actually what you just mentioned was the goal, right? Like, so for, for the person that we're coaching, we're not talking about the discount, the boss, blah, blah, blah. That's the story, right? We're really focused on, okay, what's this person's goal as the product line manager? You know, what is, what is their sales goal? What is their business goal? And, you know, in the end, I, I think uh, you told me that afterwards, but uh, I think you asked them what it is that, um, you know, how much the effect will be of that discount, yeah. right? The on the bottom the line. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to share just a little bit about that? Because no, it was, it was it, well, it, just, just to summarize, it was it was a very small impact, but it, it, on the bottom line, so actually, it really didn't matter. It was like you could, it was insignificant. Right, but and that's exactly it was the feeling the they got from being undermined uh, yeah. in that situation. Yeah, yeah, you did a quote unquote, right? Undermined. I did. Sorry, what, I did a quote unquote. Yeah. Uh, people can't see that, so because we're just. <laughs> um, but you know, this is exactly it, though. It just goes to show that it isn't about the discount, right? Just as a, you know, we watched this little film, remember when at the beginning of our um, coaching skills for leaders training, we show them this video where the woman has the nail in the head yeah. and she's like, it's not about, the, you know, it's not about the nail. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, it's not, it's not about the money often. It's not about, you know, the boss. It's not about, so we really got to get to the core of what it truly is about. And in this instance, it wasn't about the discount. Yeah. And I think that's a really good, that's probably, it's, a, it's probably a really good jumping point to, kind of wrap there because you know we could we both are could talk about questions forever because we we're passionate <laughs> about it we kind of live our lives asking questions all the time um but i think that dumping off to you know, listening being a key skill and definitely picking that up in another podcast and coaching the person not the story is definitely another episode for this yeah. And I, I would love to leave, you know, our lovely listeners out there. Um, thank you very much for sticking all the way through to the end here. I would love to leave you with a question that I really just think is fantastic for yourselves, not actually, you know, as leaders, not for your people, sometimes for your people. But I really do think this is a, a question that opens up so many options, which is considering this year ahead, you know, imagine you're coming to the end of this year. What will happen that or let me put it in a slightly different way here's me stumbling over my own question right like that's uh, obviously great but um the question i really want to ask is like what would make this year the greatest year ever right so in your business unit in your personal life in your relationships in your team what will actually make this the best most fun greatest year ever financially or otherwise it will always open so many options. So you're welcome to ponder this until you hear about um, questions and coaching skills for leaders again on our next podcast. Fantastic. Thanks, Yana. Another great episode. Really enjoyed it. Okay. Thanks. You too. See you soon. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Coaching Skills for Leaders podcast with Yana and Neil. 
If you found the conversation useful, please share with your colleagues and friends. Please also leave us a rating and a review. And if you would like to connect with us directly to discuss your own or your business needs, you will find our contact details in the show notes below.